What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. It is January 10th, 2022. This is your WWE Raw review. We got plenty of other stuff to talk about here. We got Denise Salcedo with us. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty all right. Excited to be here as always. Well, you were you were also here Saturday yourself and Steven Jensen uh, reviewed Impact Hard to Kill. I popped up at the beginning of that show with some exclusive news. A reminder, you can get exclusive news every day at FightfulSelect.com. I'll tell you more about that later. We reviewed Battle of the Belts on Saturday. Uh, there was Graphsity Saturday. We had a whole mess of interviews last week from Braun Breaker to Gail Kim to Chelsea Green. Uh, just so many. Steve Macklin, who had an amazing performance on Saturday night. Make sure you check those out. Denise? My Wrestle Kingdom Night 1 and Night oh 2 review. Yeah, you're right. It was so busy last week. New Year's Evil. So many different things last week. It was one of the most loaded weeks ever. And then, just like in the middle of all that, like eh, Samoa Joe got fired. Just like what a ton hell? of news, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was insane. It was one of the busiest weeks I've ever covered uh, in this job. But, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, and get in your Super Chats and Humper Chats. You can donate the little dollar sign at the bottom of YouTube.com slash Fightful. You can also send a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. And you may say, well, what's the difference? Well, Humper Chats is a PayPal format. Uh, it lets us keep a little bit more of that as well through Streamlabs. So that's a great way to support us. You can always subscribe to FightfulSelect.com as well. I had a whole bunch of Royal Rumble news today about the process of them announcing a lot of the surprises ahead of time, what they have planned, if there will be more surprises, FightfulSelect.com. And then before this show, we had a bunch of the plans for WWE Raw. But what we have already are some people that are uh, donating Super Chats. Volob says Raw always blows its load in the opening segment, and they're done for the rest of the show, unlike, say, Veer, Denise. Uh, did they promote Veer today or was that not a thing? Because I don't think I, I saw anything on Veer today. I didn't notice it, but you know what? I've been known to tune a couple things out when they get redundant, Denise. See, I, I, I wait for the Veer announcement. Like, I look forward to it in anticipation, sure. which is very sad. And I don't recall seeing it at all today. Maybe I skipped, missed it or something. Uh, but I don't recall seeing it at all, which means that if we did not see it today either, that means that it's now two weeks in a row where we do not get any sort of Veer announcement. And that isn't usually an accident when they do that. When's the last time we saw anything from Elias? No, he's been dead for a while. Nurguru said, this Forbidden Rumble door is real. I expect, uh, if anyone, Jericho and maybe Christian, a WWE crowd singing Judas would stun me. I would not expect that. I really, really wouldn't expect that. I don't know. I don't even I don't even think I have my hopes up for any. I mean, should I have my hopes up for something major? I don't feel I like I, I don't. I personally don't really feel like I have my hopes up for anything major. I'll be real. I just I don't think so. I mean, I told you some wild stuff was going to happen with the Rumble last week, didn't I? Wait, was that what you were leading to? Denise Slayer says, Jesus, "Off topic." Sean, you can't, you can't like, you can't give me a tease and then not like finish it. Denise I'm confused Slayer. now because last time that we were talking about your little like Royal Rumble like tidbit that you had, I I kind of figured out what it was, and now I think that I may have been wrong. Bob says, "No, there was no Veer announcement." 
because he was getting over organically, even if it's a meme. And then Mad Matar says, Denise, what's with the hair? Just so you snap. But my hair's all messed up tonight. Yeah, what you look hell? like alfalfa. Yeah, that's not the way alfalfa looks. Alfalfa. No, you had you had earlier when we started the stream. That's, I didn't want to tell you, but you not, had one hair sticking out this way, and so not, I was internally laughing about it. It sticks up. Yeah. Sticks okay. Up. Fine. You had sideways alfalfa. Juan Ortiz says Veer will eliminate in the Royal Rumble with Denise, only for Sean to eliminate him. Bruh. I guess. But Jambeard says, Sean, since you're Bing you're a Bengals fan and I'm a Raiders fan, feel like making making a bet on the game. Um, I mean, no, not at all. I already spent enough money to go to this game. So uh that's where I'll be Saturday. How night. much you spend, Sean? Give us the numbers. Enough. Uh Denise well, Slayer. Oh, yeah, like triple digits. How many yes. digits? Yeah, you can't buy anything for less than triple digits to go to a Bengals. Sean, those are the scoops we really want to know, man. I'm not not sharing that. Denise Slayer says, who are y'all rooting for for the NFL playoffs? Who are you rooting for other than the Bengals, Sean? Because you know they're out in the first, second. Well, uh, you're banned, and I'm rooting for the Bengals <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> I'm, that ain't my burner, man. I swear it's not my burner. I swear it's not my burner. Bezo Banks says off topic, but Sasha in her mainstream era, greater than sign. Yes, she's she's doing very well. She did the intro for the college football uh, playoff game tonight, which is great news. Good for uh, her. I hope we get to see more people get opportunities like that. I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Sharts Freely says thoughts on the WWE draft happening after Survivor Series and the winning team gets to choose where they want to go. For the following few weeks, they can show up anytime on any brand they want. I think that's a little too convoluted. I think it's a little too convoluted. I don't think, I, I mean, what's the incentive to not just jump back and forth between other brands right now anyway? There, there's nothing keeping anybody from it right now, Denise. I'm pretty sure we'll talk about the brand split when we talk about uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and all that. Jambeard says, no money from you. If you lose the bet, you'd have to wear the Mike White shirt. Okay, hey, I'll Sean, do that. Did you ever figure out who got you that? Some loser. Um, anyway, <laughs> leave a thumbs up, guys. Share. Uh, if if the Bengals win, Denise has to shave her head bald. <laughs> Alicia, oh, yeah, for sure. Alicia Ellis says, didn't have Hook getting a lap dance in a club with Antonio Brown in 2022 in my bingo card. Literally DM'd Sean asking for confirmation it was him. Hey, let the, let the kid live. Let Hook live. Hook was sending something. Uh, well, you know it, what, Sean? I guess you were right. It's all about the... Never mind. You know what? Joke went over your head. Screw it. Continue on. You know it's all about the... But... That's what the shit. Hook thing reminded me of. Like it's Instantly shit. when I saw it, that was the first thing that popped into my head. Good for him, is all I can say. <laughs> Chertel says, what if Bailey did a ding-dong hello segment and opened the forbidden door to Dan House and the A&W employee? I mean, I would just like that in general, but that's like a digital short is what that is. That is a phenomenal visual, actually, if you think about it. if they, Imagine they would have done that with Mickey James coming into the Royal, like instead of making the announcement, all of a sudden they do that and then through the door she comes in. Yep. You know, I like that visual. That's a good idea. Yeah. Join creative. Charge Freely said, what are the chances of Enzo and Cass returning to WWE? Um, I would say they are not likely, but it is higher now than it has been at any other point because um, neither one of them have caused any trouble or anything of late. And they make their bookings, they they do their job, and they they do it well. Charge Freely says, Vince was proud of Shane for leaving WWE and starting his business. 
would he be happy or pissed about Triple H starting and leaving his own wrestling company? No, I, I don't think Vince cares. I I fully think that within like three or four years, I think WWE is going to sell. I just think they're going to sell. That's that's where I, I am on it. Jambeard says, Hook sent little hooks. Ah, very clever. Very clever. Well, I'll tell you what's not clever. The Hurt Business are broken up again, Denise. They were barely together to begin with. I don't even think I recall them getting back together. When did they get back together? I feel like they've been on and off. They haven't been on so much. They've been more off than on. So I feel like I don't even know anymore what's going on with them. Well, Bobby Lashley tells them he doesn't have anything for them, isn't doing anything with them, et cetera, et cetera. So he released them from the Hurt Business? Pretty well. Pretty well. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley have a face-to-face promo. And it features some stand-up comedy. Not even Brock Lesnar is exempt from this. Anytime they turn a baby face, they become a stand-up comedian. At least with Brock, it's so far out of left field that it's funny. Like he goes, hey, Paul, knock, knock. And Paul goes, who's there? And Brock (laughs) says, Bobby. Paul Heyman says, Bobby who? And and Brock says, exactly. Oh, Brock it says was a that good he, bird. You know it what? Was it, it. it was a it good was bird. It was a good bird. It was a good knock knock joke. Oh my gosh. So Brock Lesnar is face to face with Bobby Lashley, and it feels surreal to see it. It's so cool to just see it. Lashley says that Brock has been ducking him for 20 years, and he's been looking forward to this moment. And we know that it's true that he has been looking forward to this moment for 20 years. But Brock is like, I didn't even know who you were until day one. I don't know if that's a good approach to take. I think it's a lot better if Brock does know who he is, but I'm fine with him alluding to, you know, I was winning championships in this ring and another ring, and you never really did much in either one until like last year. I love that approach. What'd you think of Brock, uh, Brock's approach to this promo? I loved it. I loved it. I didn't care that he was like, I didn't know who you were. I just found out since WWE day one. I thought it was hilarious because obviously, yeah, you know, we all know the accolades of Bobby Lash, Bobby Lashley, but they are not on the same level as Brock Lesnar. So Brock Lesnar essentially poking fun at that and basically saying like, yeah, uh, because Bobby Lashley was like, oh, you've been ducking me for 20 years. And Brock Lesnar was like, bro, I was out here winning championship belts. Like, where were you at? Like, blame yourself. Don't be blaming me that you weren't on this level. Oh, I love that so much. I actually thought it was good because it's like it's Brock Lesnar. All right. So he's going to, you know, obviously, you know, be uh, in, you know, act heightier and mightier. And I think that if anything, when they go into this match and hey, Bobby Lashley, you know, uh, basically shows them like what he's got and what we're expecting to see from this match, then Brock Lesnar's going to have the WTF moment. Who is this guy when they actually have the match? So I actually think that this was really hilarious. I liked the silly knock knock joke and really only worked because oh, it was, was Brock so Lesnar and he's so good at the comedy stuff um I love this I thought that Bobby Lashley like looked like a star with that awesome coat by the way it was a great coat and then a hell of a him, coat it was a yeah, good ass coat it was really good you can tell that thing was very very fancy oh and then when Brock Lesnar was basically pointing out the fact that they're wearing fancy clothes I popped for that I popped for that so hard because I was like I do not Brock Lesnar doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would notice someone's clothes. Even if it was fancy, he doesn't seem like he even notices that kind of stuff. So 
I thought that was pretty hilarious. I loved everything about this top to bottom. And obviously, we're just had, getting there. Uh, you know, they do more of these promos. I think that, you know, Bobby Lashley will end up, you know, getting some sort of positive word in or something, getting his upper hand in these promos. But this was this was Brock Lesnar's uh, moment in this one, I think. Jam Beard says, can we get another Brock R-Truth segment? I would love to see more Brock comedic stuff. Orlando says, where has this Brock been? The jokes to Lashley. The, I mean, Brock should have been a babyface a long time ago in a, in a feud with Roman Reigns. Years and years ago. Should have worked, worked out a lot different. Uh, Tom Brady says, when Brock is committed, he is must-watch TV. Yes, he is. Like, if Brock is on TV and he is motivated, I've got to see it. I always have to see it. Feels like well, a big deal. Well, Brock leaves. The Hurt Business come out and jump Bobby Lashley. Now, a lot of people pointed to the Shelton Benjamin Brock Lesnar connection. I think we're giving him too much credit. I mean, maybe they maybe he become they become henchmen for for Brock and Paul Heyman, but I don't think that I don't think that Brock needs it. I just don't think it'll help Brock at all. Or maybe they could do something where they're like kind of in cahoots with him but he's not like they want to be in cahoots with him just to kind of get back at Bobby Lashley but Brock Lesnar's kind of like yeah yeah like kind of making them seem like they're important but then they're really not because Brock Lesnar only cares about himself I don't know they can just they can do a couple of things to add a little you know fun to the storyline add a little bit more to it I wouldn't mind it Guys, reminder, get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats this show brought to you by HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Check them out at Helix Sleep on Twitter. Some stupid punk says, they sent Hook to the club. <laughs> Nicholas says, SRS going for the Hook look with the hair tonight. I can't pull off Hook's hair. You I wish do I do like one side going one direction with the yeah. other side going the other direction and the other side going, oh no, that's not, not going to work back, for me. I'll look like back, Rob Ryzen instead. It ain't going to work for me. No, sorry. No, it's because you don't have enough hair to make it go all the directions. It has to be longer. I'm Your hair has gro- to be longer for it yeah. to work. I'm still growing it out. Can't can't do it, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Can't do the hook look. Juan Ortiz says, I got to see Hook last Wednesday at AEW in Newark. Was he at the club? Just kidding. Had to represent him since I'm a fellow hooker. Buddy, I think he's representing himself just fine. Well, we had the RK Bro versus Alpha Academy match. So some stuff I like about this, some I don't. Uh, RK Bro very clearly heading towards WrestleMania. Riddle, Randy Orton, WrestleMania, it's got to happen. I just get the feeling it's going to happen before then, but it'll go to like a count out or a no contest or some bullshit like that. But backstage, Randy Orton (laughs) is writing on Riddle's hand so he doesn't forget. And I loved Riddle's line of, You've got great handwriting, Randy. <laughs> like, that was good stuff. <laughs> we get the match. There's some great spots. Alpha Academy wins. Now, let me tell you my problem with this. Before, WWE just up last week and decided Alpha Academy, they're the tag champs. That's who we're going to do. They hadn't won a tag match together in their last six matches. The last two-on-two match they won together was last March, Denise. But they were winning the singles, though, right? If I remember correctly. Sure, sure. But as a team, like, as a team, why should they be in the same universe as these guys? Like, what would it have What harmed? other teams are there? They can't There's afford what, to be on what, a separate what universe. What are you talking about? No, what other... give me some more. Who else is there? 
Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. Okay. The Mysterios. Okay. Street Profits. Okay, but we've been there, seen, and done that with them as tag team champions. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like they, they don't have to be tag champions. Alpha Academy could beat them. Like it's okay for them to beat these teams before AJ and Omos broke up. That could have been one of the catalysts for the breakup. Was losing to Alpha Academy. They could have done that. It's so weird to me that they're like, oh, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna have them win a couple singles matches, but you know. We can't, we just can't have them win actual tag matches. It's weird to me. Well, why is it weird? We obviously know that this was, that there are lots of last minute decisions being made. And this is weird to me, Denise. That's the weird thing. Why to is me. it still weird? This has been the norm, Denise, Sean. Why is that's it not, weird that's anymore? Not the point, it's been Denise. the norm. Muted. That's not the point. There should not be constant last-minute decisions. Sean, the point is out the door. We've been covering Raw. We have. We know Denise, what to expect from the show. Listen to me. I don't give a fuck. It should not be normal. You should not be normalizing. No, the booking is supposed to be shitty. It's that's not normal. That's I not understand normal. that, Sean, but you're acting like this is the first time that we've had a no, weird I'm booking decision like made on time. Monday Night Raw. No, I am not acting like it's the first time. I'm saying, why don't they ever rectify this? At what point do they just rectify this and be like, you know what? We're putting these people in this or, or like the point where they decided last week. Oh, gee, these people are going to be tag champions. Maybe we should have them win some tag matches. You know, Cedric and Shelton are also a tag team, Denise. They're on this show, by the way. They're they're on this. Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. There are seven tag teams here. Eight before AJ and Omos split, and you could have used this as a catalyst to split them up. Like... Saying, oh, well, they make last-minute decisions all the time. Who cares? They do. I care. No, I care because this shit should make sense at a minimum. At a bare minimum, it should make sense. It's very easy to do. Just, like, let people win matches sometimes. Apollo Crews was in the ring with the U.S. champion, who he lost to like two months ago and they moved on from. It's just so weird. And and here's what I don't like. I got people that are apathetic about it, making a big deal out of nothing here. Winning matches is very easy. They script the show. They decide who wins and loses. It's so weird. Sean, I agree with you. However, based on the track record, based on what we have been seeing, based on decisions that have been being made, that's why, to me, it's not a big deal. I expect it. I so see I sh- it coming, okay? So I should be apathetic about it and not care about the show that I'm reviewing? I'm not I saying just, that. I should just be like, I just feel like there's more things to be like, there's other things that have angered me more on this show when like the logic wasn't there. Or I'm not angry about sense. it. I am well past <laughs> Sean, the point you're of being making these- muted. I am well past the point of being angry over WWE Raw bullshit. Like, well past that point. Like, it's I don't expect this, but it is so lazy. It is so goddamn lazy. It is just the weirdest thing to be like, eh, I'm going to be apathetic about this show that I watch three hours of every Monday. 
no, I want this to be better and I want it to make sense. And it's weird to me that people are like, eh, this is just what happens. Why is this just what happens? Why is it billion dollars for this programming, tons of people making tons of money, a bunch of people get fired because they're, sometimes they are, sometimes they are relevant to the show and they still get fired. But the booking is so fucked up and pointless that they can just be like, well, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, whatever, get rid of them. Karrion uh, Cross, Keith Lee, the guys who were the guy in NXT or developmental territory, don't need them either. Like, it's so interchangeable and just... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Blah. I'm just surprised that of everything we've seen on this show, this was the official thing that made you snap and go on a rant. I, I've made this same rant like once every two months for like. <laughs> I know, and like I get it, and I understand five, it. I'm just saying that I feel, given some of the other stuff that we've seen on the show, this isn't necessarily the one thing that made me go, no. "My God, why did they do this?" It's blah, not the blah, worst. Blah, blah. Oh God, no, it's not the That's worst. That's what I'm saying. That's why for me, I was like, "All right, fine." You know what? They're new tag team champions. Cool, fine. I'm good with that. I'm excited. Let's do but, this. But like, you're talking about them winning the singles matches orton beat otis in like three minutes all right it's, so give me give me the win what's been what's what have we been seeing the last few weeks go go ahead and read it to me backwards um let me think let me think because i try to erase my brain from it uh every time uh alpha academy won last week in two and a half minutes okay orton beat otis okay otis beat riddle okay and then in the the tournament they got bounced in the first round in three minutes alpha academy did Okay. Got beat. Got beat. All right. Quick. So they got what? One win? Also, Riddle beat Gable in four minutes. Orton beat Gable in three minutes. So they weren't even winning the singles matches. All right. Otis so how many wins do they them. got like in the last two months? Singles two months. Uh, singles and the last two months, singles and tag team. Oh, how many wins just, do they got? Just that singles match over. Uh, with, so they won one uh, match. Yes. Well, okay. Right. No, no, they won the tag match last week and then the Otis match. Other right. than that, they've <laughs> lost like seven, eight matches. So, like, I look at that, and I go, what, why? Like, why is it so hard for them to just be like, hey, we've decided to make Alpha Academy the tag champions, and then let them win some. Now, you could say, well, isn't that what they did last week? Yeah, but why is it that the catalyst to that is like, okay, let's beat the tag champions. That way they lose twice in a row. It is so lazy. 
So goddamn lazy. So, Sean, here's my question. So now that they're tag team champions, let's say the next, I don't know, month, let's say they're still, you know, tag team champions within the next month or so, and they consistently get wins, would that make up for this for you? Would it make up for it? No. Yeah. Would, it be, would it be better? <laughs> yeah, it would help out, sure. But, like, we're, they can't, They have won, like, one match since they came to Yes, Raw. okay. And this is why, look, this is why I didn't necessarily hate it. And here's my, my particular reason, aside from the fact that, like, I expect this stuff to happen on Raw, okay? Anyways, I didn't hate it because I think for the longest time, for, on the Otis side of things, we were wondering, all right, they did this big character change, so where are they going with this? What are they going to do with him? Where are we going? Chad Gable, for the longest time, has been treated like essentially you know, like nothing. You know, how many times were, wasn't he the laughing, you know, part of the joke where he was the Shorty G character and everybody kept saying, oh, we want to see Chad Gable in NXT. We want to see Chad Gable anywhere else but where he's at. And so they finally do this Alpha Academy thing. Okay, cool. So they start doing something. Granted, they're not getting these wins. They get like one win for screw it that's what we get on raw whatever and now they're tag team champions and i first and foremost i haven't even talked about this match i like this match i thought it was a very fun match and when they got the win it was completely unexpected and for me i liked that for some reason that it was unexpected and given the fact that i've been wanting to see them do something with otis and chad gable it made me excited to see them become champions here tonight and then on top of that like i feel they need the bouts way more than rk bro does and i'm pretty bet. sure rk bro are bound to get it back at some point bet you bet you they're eating losses within a month as champions yes singles All right. then you know what then you can stay angry sean i can like, stay angry like- regardless I've, I've dealt with this bullshit for for a long time and it's not that hard to book people to win matches well, yeah, Can't- I understand that, and I'm on your side on that, Sean. I'm just saying this is this is this. I don't even know anymore. Continue. Exactly, on. you don't know because your point is my point why, is why, why are why, we surprised why, that this happened? Why? Why? Sean, we've been seeing DQs, countouts, people going into a match, walking out. All of a sudden, they get a rematch the following week. We've been seeing number one contenders yeah. match to be possibly become the number one's contenders match to never becoming the number one's contender. So why are we surprised? <laughs> why? Why does any of this indicate that I'm surprised? I like that's one of the things that annoys me on Twitter. I'll post something, people goes, "You're surprised by? You're surprised that WWE would do this?" No, motherfucker, I'm not. That's that's the point. What what about my reaction indicated that it was a surprise as opposed to me just being so over this shit? And now, now granted, before anybody comes at me also with the if this makes you so miserable, why are you why are you doing this for a job? It makes you miserable. I would rather cover bullshit wrestling than do anything else. So that that, that ain't gonna work for me. But we do have some super chats and humper chats. Uh, Mod Matar says, Sean, fantasy booking Alpha Academy title reign. That's a full podcast, buddy. I don't do fantasy booking on my own Q&A shows even because that is a, a full-on full on podcast. Mr. Andrew says, it boggles my mind that Vince can understand how to book a strong champ like Roman, yet doesn't book other talent strong. They do that. Um, they do that. They've done that for decades. That's been the case for a long, long time. Brandon says, you seem, no challengers for you seem pretty Reigns. surprised. Brandon, well, this shows me that you're not listening. 
That's what that shows me. You're just like, mad, Sean. Continue I'm not, on. I'm not mad about anything. It You're is. You're coming across as mad. Well, I'm not. As I said, like I can't imagine the last thing I got mad about for pro wrestling. Like, Damn it! I thought I was going to be the one to snap on this show. <laughs> I like I can't imagine even at this point, especially after watching WWE as long as I have and seeing this stuff for like. 15 years these specific i would say probably since like oh oh four the booking has been like pretty much like this like going back to la resistance being put in a pile and a flag shoved up their ass like that that's one of the the earliest examples when i looked at and i said oh this is rough uh but i'm not definitely not mad but uh uh, it's just, okay to be mad, Sean. If those are your feelings, acknowledge those feelings. It's, it's okay. Just, Let it out. I can't. Like, I, I can't be mad about something that I come to expect so long. Can I be annoyed with it? And just like, ugh. Ugh. And like, I could, I could find something worth going on one of these rants every week for. But ultimately. And, and you know what? This is... This is one of the, the smaller things. I Carol- know, that's why I'm surprised. Carolina says he's not mad or surprised he's disappointed. Well, I mean, <laughs> even then, like, you know, I hate the, well, let's pin the champions thing. Yeah. And they did that last <laughs> week. At least they didn't go 50-50. But oh, wait, yes, they did. Because Chad Gable lost two singles matches. And Otis lost a singles match. It's just woof. We've got lots of super chats and humper chats. I think this is what the half half glass full, half glass empty thing looks like. We were literally the last, I don't know, 10 minutes of this show was literally that whole analogy. Allie says I would hate to see if Sean is actually mad about something. I can't remember the last thing I was actually mad about, to be honest with you. I've seen you mad. Have yeah. you? Yeah. O- over I've what? Seen you mad. Not at you, though. Like, I've never been no, mad at not you. A, not on the air, but I've seen you mad. <laughs> Off air. Give me a hint. What was it about? <laughs> the what? last time we spoke on the phone, you were mad. Okay, you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was very mad. And <laughs> we don't have situ- to talk about it, but I'm just saying I've seen you mad. I know when you're like legit shoot mad. <laughs> yes or no, that situation got fixed. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, Sean. There we go. Sheila says loving this. <laughs> Sean Ross sour graps and step host stub toes and dishes. Dude, Alex should stew you right now. You're we're stealing in, his thing, man. We're in the first match of the show. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. I actually thought this was a good raw today. I thought it, this was an entertain. I thought the first right. hour was solid. I thought that every, I yeah. thought for the most part, this was probably the best raw in a while. Uh, I wasn't somebody, expecting this drama. Somebody says this, guys, I don't watch college football unless it's Kentucky. So I'm not watching anything. I also know when you're mad via text, BTW. Sometimes you get a little sassy. Really? Yeah. I don't think I I've know ever when been I'm mad. in trouble, Sean. I know when I'm in trouble. Okay. Jambeard says WDB, the places where wins and losses don't matter. Juan Ortiz says, Sean, you deserve a hug and some cereal after that rant. You deserve it. I legit had Magic Spoon this morning. Norm Give you says all the energy to to yeah. let out that rant. <laughs> Norm says, "What's up, Muter and Dumper? This national championship game humps. Only tag champs I acknowledge are AEW Impact and AAA, and WWE. The belts are a prop. Now, here's the funny thing, Denise. I'm gonna have I'm gonna like praise a match later, and people are gonna be like, 
in the comments. Well, I thought you said this show sucked. It's a no, three but you have show. done that, Sean, where you'll be like, oh, I love this show. And then you'll be like, this sucked, that sucked, this sucked. And I'm like, three hour I loved show. it. It's a three-hour show, Denise. You think right, I'm going to like everything on, on a three-hour show? Hardly. Okay, continue on. We've uh, Come on, we're 30 minutes in. We've talked about one match. Knock Bogan says, I'm late, but they dropped the tag belts to <laughs> Alpha Academy to get Gable to stay with the company because it's not worth RK Bro losing the titles for that. Nope, haven't heard of anything like that. And J.W. Pringle says they won't rectify this kind of booking until Vince is out of the picture. Even then, he'll puppeteer Raw from the great beyond. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know who would take over for him. So it, it, it all depends on who the company is in the hands of. So Ghost Vince McMahon will still be running the show? Running yeah. everything, technically? Cool. Omar says Denise would turn on SRS if they were a team. And Jambeard says SRS and Denise, can they coexist? Probably no. Nope. Absolutely we did pretty not. We did pretty good at tag team Quizzlemania, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Jambeard says step host Denise is turning heel on Sean for caring about things making sense. Homelander Salcedo. Well, let's talk about it. We had Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley come out, and the interviewer was like, "So let's talk." And Nikki was like, "We're challenging for the tag titles." And Rhea Ripley goes, "No, we're not. We already lost to them twice." We're not going to challenge them. We were here to talk about the Royal Rumble. And Rhea is trying to be nice about it. And Nikki is like, no, 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 no. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then Nikki turns on Rhea Ripley. I love that it was Nikki turning on Rhea. I know you don't watch the boys on Amazon Prime, but Nikki is Homelander. She is the hero that is actually a jerk. She's actually a heel, but she's delusional, Denise. What do you think of this? Um, I thought this was probably the cringiest segment on Raw that we have had in a very long time. Why I do you even care? Why are you even surprised horrible. at this point, Denise? We've been watching WWE for so long. Why are why are you getting mad over this? <laughs> I'm not gonna be like you. I'm not mad. I'm why? not mad. <laughs> that was literally you. I'm not mad. <laughs> that was literally you Denise, ten minutes ago. Denise, why are you getting angry about this? You need to calm down. You're I'm pissed. not angry. I. Denise, I'm going to mute you because you're being unreasonable. Denise, please stop being mad. Um, hashtag Denise is mad in the chat. Denise, are you calm down now? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Please talk about the segment. Um, This segment was super cringe. It was probably the worst Denise, thing on the entire show. Denise, stop it. Stop it. You just got to stop it. Denise, slow down. Slow down. This isn't good for your blood pressure or your health. You need to calm down. First Continue. of all, I'll give a rat's ass about my health. When I'm trying to say- Cursing. Denise, you're cursing. See, you're so upset over this, and you don't need to be. It's not worth it. At this point of covering this show for this long, you should know better. And look, all the people in the chat, they recognize it. They see how mad you are. They see how upset you are, and it's just- Go ahead. This was the cringiest thing of the entire show. Sean, I'm sorry, but it was terrible. And I love both Rhea and Nikki. I was looking so forward to their tag team. I remember when they got put together, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. You know, like we're going to get some really cool, you know, opposites, attract sort of thing. We'll get some funny segments. And they did not utilize these two different characters whatsoever. See, Sean, I can compose myself. I'm not like you. I'm not going to go on a, on a tangent here. 
And I'm just going to talk about why I did not like this. So it was really dumb, too, because they made Nikki look really dumb because she came out there and she basically said that, uh, you know, she said that they're what they were there for. And then Rhea was like, no, that's not what we talked about. So it's like, what are you guys trying to say that Nikki doesn't understand uh, basic comprehension? Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, Sean. Are you even listening to me? Am I even yeah. speaking here? Whoa, whoa. Stop screaming at me first off. I'm just trying to say here, I'm trying to give you my reasons, my valid reasons as to why this was terrible. So, okay. (laughs) Nerd Guru says Nikki ACR, almost Cody Rhodes. Valab says that Nikki finally got the adrenaline in her soul. Let me ask an honest question here, Sean. Okay. Here's the thing. Given these two characters and given the, their little, you know, friendship and their hugging, we're supposed to feel bad that they're breaking up. I'm supposed to feel hurt. I did I'm not excited. feel that during this. I'm excited. This. See, that's not that was yeah. not supposed to be the intention. The intention sure. was not supposed to be for us to be excited or to be indifferent. It was for us to be sad that these two friends are breaking up and that was not properly executed. This segment was total and utter cringiness. It was terrible. Why? Why are you surprised at this? And then on top of this, I do want to I do want to add um the yeah, I'm happy that Nikki was the one that turned on her. That's cool. I saw it coming. I was waiting for it, but it was the whole entire thing could have been rewired just a little bit. And it would have been it would have been more effective had they actually done something with their characters prior to the actual breakup, but they made you not care about them as a team whether or not they were having issues or not. This women's tag team division could have been so good across all the brands. And I've spoken over and over again about how they didn't need the NXT tag team titles, how it was. I really thought it was going to be the nail in the coffin for women's tag team wrestling. And now there's one women's tag team and that's the champions. And they were leaving. Exactly. I don't even remember. Chris asks why you're so mad. And Juan Ortiz says Denise needs a magic spoon to calm her down. She does. She does. Uh, Jan Beard says Nikki's going to turn into Cody now. I kind of want her to. I kind of want her to be the WWE light Cody version where she thinks she's the baby face, but everybody's booing her and she doesn't realize that she's the villain. Like she doesn't realize she's the piece of shit because I believe that but Nikki. Why? I has don't pure think, intention. but here's, I don't think that Nikki is the, the piece of shit, the POS in this. She's not. Why would she be? She's the one that didn't want to break up her friendship with Rhea Ripley. Punched her her friend in the face. Yeah, because of what her friend didn't want to be her friend. If your friend doesn't want to be your friend, you're telling me you're not going to punch them in the face? She just didn't want to team with her anymore. That's messed up. They're, they're, the Royal Rumble Rhea, was a few why weeks didn't away. Want, Rhea didn't want a team with Nikki. Why? Because they were losing? She lost a match because she got distracted because she was busy caring about her supposed friend. This made to me this this was this should have Rhea should have been the actual heel in this. Calm down. I'm just trying to tell you this. Tremaine says Denise always super mad. Whew. Nerguru says women's division tag division thriving, huh? One team. Tremaine says didn't watch Raw. Is Nikki Ash a heel now? Can either of you explain this to me? Yeah, I think she's a delusional heel that thinks she's a babyface. But I that's think not it, the story that they were telling, though, Sean. They started telling that story today. That was not the story they were telling the past couple of weeks. You were actually feeling sorry for Nikki, sure. for Nikki Ash. 
But now, now I don't. Us, but but Rhea was the one that was. She's a fake friend. In the story, she's a fake friend. Go Why? back and watch all of their segments and matches. The story doesn't make sense. She's a bad friend. She gave up on Nikki when Nikki needed her the most, when she was feeling down about herself. She wanted to be a superhero, and she was, you know, trying to do good. And Rhea was like, nah, you suck. I don't want to be your friend no more. So Nikki reacts to that and lashes out. If it were up to you, Mike White would still be the quarterback of the Jets, so you didn't hurt his feelings, and he wasn't, you wouldn't be bad I'm trying to tell you the story here does not make sense. RH is Mean Girl Salcedo in full effect. Some Stupid Punk says, Denise chooses violence if you don't choose friends. Uh, Guru says, Denise Salcedo. Mike JC. So the women's tag division is down to one team, the champs, until they put together a random team to beat the champs. And Carmella and Zelina break up. Well, I mean, one of the reasons they established these tag titles is because they had such a wealth of women's talent. They needed something else to do with the titles. They don't have a wealth of women's talent anymore. What you see is what you get. And uh, boy, we're about to talk about what you get here in a moment. Uh, but Hollywood Hulk Logan says, first time watching Raw as a while, as, in a while. It's her name, technically, almost a superhero. Nikki, almost a superhero. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a superhero is her nickname. And then it's Nikki A-S-H. So that is... That is uh, her name, as as announced. Shotkid29 says, on paper, it's a good idea. The problem is WWE is going to book Nikki as a better babyface while heel and sometimes be more overt than Cody. Yes, they will, because they, there's there's subtleties to this shit. Denise, uh, either you're either with me or against me, says some stupid punk. And Jambeard says, mad Denise beyond the WWE Thunderdome. We have some more about Alpha Academy because people want me to scream. Michael Higgins says, I feel like this was about starting the Riddle-Orton split uh, more and less about making Alpha Academy sensible tag champs. Well, Michael, here's what I say. Do both. A good show would do both. A good show would have established Alpha Academy as tag team threats and started the team of Riddle and Orton. It's very easy. Riddle doesn't think that, uh, or Orton doesn't think that Riddle took it seriously enough because there's this emerging team, Alpha Academy, that is getting better because Otis is being coached by Chad Gable. And all of a sudden, Otis is gaining all this momentum. And Orton keeps saying, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, pay attention, take this seriously. And Riddle never does take it seriously. And as a result, they lose the tag titles. You start to split. You've got a good, effective team. I booked that in five seconds. WWE could do it. In five weeks, it is not hard. Shauna Walensky says, Denise, breathe. Rhea was trying to let Nikki down easy. Rhea was being a good friend. That's it, Denise. She was trying to be sweet. She okay, was- a real friend? Why would she break up with her that way in public in front of everybody? She didn't Why want she to. Tell- I'm just she trying to want- tell you. I don't think she was a good friend. Nope. Denise, she didn't want to. What they had talked about in the back was the Royal Rumble. That's what they had decided they were going to come out there and announce is that, that they were going to do. So then why didn't Rhea tell her in the back and say, hey, maybe we should do this announcement separately. After Raw, the Royal Rumble is every woman for herself. Did you not pay attention, Denise? Nikki took I the mic. I did pay attention. Why do you think I'm mad? Nikki, Nikki took the mic and said, we're going to challenge for the tag titles. Well, that is not 
what Rhea wanted and not what she had agreed on. Nikki tried to put her friend in another situation she didn't want to be in. And then Rhea even quietly off the mic said, hey, no, what we were doing. I saw that. I heard that. I followed all of that. I accidentally timed out Alex, but uh, he'll be live (laughs) for sour graps. Sorry, Alex. But yes, Nikki made them have the conversation in public. Sorry, because Alex. She I can't wanted undo that. to be a good friend. I'm sorry. I just don't see Nikki as the heel in this. I don't. You're the annoying friend, Denise. It's you. Some stupid punks is question stories. New Japan House of Torture or Raw? Raw. Come on. Raw. Uh, Knock Bogan says, I could have worded it better, but it's been a bit since I saw Gable's contract status and figured it was over soon. No fightfulselect.com last year reported there was actually plenty of time left on the on uh, chad gable's deal but how about this i'm gonna have some AEW contract news this week on fightfulselect.com juan ortiz says what if wwe unify the women's tag team and nxt tag team championships makes perfect sense to be honest one what made perfect sense was to never have those tag team titles had a chance to do it a long time ago, and they didn't. There was a clear op- window of opportunity. And, like, Rhea and Nikki versus Dakota and Raquel or something would have been such a great, like, NXT TV main event. Yeah. Or, or Raw F Showtime, says Denise, letting her anger cloud her judgment. Rhea was being a good friend, and Nikki was bitter that she couldn't ride her coattails anymore. Nikki, almost a supervillain. Man, I do not see the story that way. Mm-mm. Well, did you see Dana heave that piece of... uh cheesesteak yeah and i think she should have kept the cheesesteak man man uh hannah says i'm only here to comment about sean being shocked that you can tell he's mad via text i tell him this all the time you get snippy only one of you have ever seen me mad though like am i do i get annoyed sure but you've heard me mad one time and that was it. Yeah, that one time that you just started yelling at me and telling me how it was trash and you were like burying me and you almost kicked me off the show and you were yeah. like, I hate you, Denise. You shouldn't even be on here. Blah, blah, blah. You're stealing my sunshine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, Logan says, do you watch with commentary on? If so, why? Because uh, sometimes they mention some stuff that I got to pay attention to. James Nepper says, you two are wild tonight. You guys pull a Freaky Friday. I was hoping ASH would turn into her heel villain side of sanity again. You know what's It's sad. always been in her. Makes sense to me. You know what's sad? I swear to God, every time, every Monday I come onto the show, I say, you know what? I'm not going to fight with Sean today. I'm going to have a peaceful stream. I, 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 that's how I was complaining on coming into the show tonight. But, you know. Oh, card man. subject to change that that it is uh guys by the way i reminded you of fightfulselect.com well we've got a promotion going on right now with the fightful magazine the cover features dan Housen on it who is he why is he everywhere check out fightfulmag.com but you know what you don't even really have to check out fightfulmag.com yet because this week well up until i think it is um january 12th We're giving you the digital edition of Fightful Magazine free with a Fightful Select subscription. Uh, Just $5 gets you a subscription, gets you exclusive news every single day, podcasts every single day from figure halls to show reviews to uh, news shows, all kinds of stuff. And this Fightful Magazine has articles on Minoru Suzuki, Dewdrop. We had Nate Marquardt, UFC title challenger, and EC3 
write for us. We got articles on Jake Paul, retro gaming. Check it out. FightfulSelect.com gets you this magazine this month, the digital edition for free. And subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because, like I said, breaking news there every day. Oh, this is a good one. Douglas says, when is the next Nikki interview dropping, Denise? Uh, what happened? Did I say already five? Four? You, five, you did four? three in two no, weeks. No, I did more. But I did more afterwards. I, I think I did five. But I mean, like three in two weeks though, right? No, I did two in like two weeks. No, I don't know, Sean. No, no, no. You interviewed her virtually. Then you got her at two different media events at SummerSlam. No, I was there wrong. for one of I them. got her two times virtually. Then I got her t- um, at, at the, the SummerSlam thing. The SummerSlam SummerSlam thing. Yeah. So yeah, four times. Yeah, you had her at the tryouts and then you had her at the, yeah. the junket. Nerd Guru says, not Raw related, but keep taking my money. Who do you see being next for Hangman? Miro, Moxley, Wardlow. Uh, I think what they should do is have Wardlow beat CM Punk by DQ this week on AEW, and that sets up Wardlow versus Hangman. I think that would be very good. And then you can go MJF, Punk, and then you can go into Wardlow, MJF. Because that keeps CM Punk out of the title scene if he gets DQ'd. Because DQ losses have been proven to be a bigger thing in AEW than they are elsewhere. Denise Slayer says, I can't take your side here, Denise. Nikki is in the wrong. Watch what your guys' friends want to dump you. Everyone's going to be like, wow. Chris says, why is Denise trying to insert logic into chaos? Just watch the dumpster burn. That's literally what she tried to tell me to do 10 minutes before, guys. Either way. Omos is backstage and runs into Reggie as they are running from the 24-7 thing. Big AB says, judging by the velocity of that throw from Dana, I think we know who threw the pie at Kevin Owens. I'm going to (laughs) find out if there's anything more to the Kevin Owens pie thing. That's going to be my goal for 2022. But Omos crushes a jobber, and he very much is insinuated that Reggie's next. Reggie's watching on. Omos just destroys this guy. Um... Sure, I, I I think they should move to enhancement talent. That I understand they're trying to show off Omos's size, so I get that. But one of the things I've liked about enhancement matches outside of WWE is a lot of times people will beat other big people or people bigger than them, which obviously isn't going to be the case with Omos. But when you see the 120 pound guy get crushed, it's less impressive. Like I don't know what they were trying to prove there besides his size, and we already know how big he is, Denise. What do you think of all this? Thought it all sucked. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let me see here. I thought the squash was boring. If you're gonna do a squash, I need to say I need to see the guy practically be murdered, man, or else it ain't a fun squash for me. This was a boring squash for me. Uh, the 24-7 stuff, not interested. Uh it, it I made a joke on Twitter that would have kept the Philly cheesesteak, which is true. What do you want? The 24-7 title or Philly cheesesteak? Seriously, it's the Philly cheesesteaks. That's how I feel about this. Continue on. So, where do you think Omos eats his first loss? I don't think they're going to do that yet. It would be it would be wrong for them to do it. I think they've wasted a lot of time trying to make him into something. So, I feel like his loss should not come anytime soon. Right now, they should they he needs all the help that he can get. Nerd Guru sends us to our next segment: the Seth Rollins promo. I really wish they would have. Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville say, you know what? 
We gave Seth Rollins a title match on SmackDown because he rightfully earned a one-on-one title match. And not only did it change, but it changed every single week up until the match. Owens got added, and uh, and Lashley got added, and Brock Lesnar got added, and we thought it would be the right thing to do to offer him a title match. And we know it's not a popular decision, but he deserves it. Do you think they'll do that, Denise? No. I don't either. <laughs> why would they? They already made the match. So it's like, why would they do that? It they would they could have done it sooner. I mean, they could do it. Actually, you know what? Maybe they could do it. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt here. They could do it. And if they do, would that make you happy, Sean? Yeah, it would make me a lot of happy. It would make me very happy. It would be okay. great. It'd be a good step. This match made me happy. I thought it was pretty good. It was a good match. Ella J says, is Denise taking best friend applications then? If so, where can we send them to? Yeah, and then I'm not going to try to dump you in public just because you lost one little match, man. Or four or five little matches and the tag titles. I stick it out to the end. Even if it it gets hard, man, I will stay there and be your friend. Even when you get a little ugly, I will be your friend. That is what a true friend does. Right. So Big E comes out. He announces that he is in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Nerd Guru says the recap of SmackDown that had the Shield theme edited in was the chef's kiss. Rollins versus Reigns makes no sense the way they're saying it, but it's going to hump. It is going to hump. And they've had a couple matches over the years that have ended without shenanigans. They've had nine one-on-one matches. Uh, Their last one was a couple years ago. It went to a DQ. There was a Raw match that went like 20 minutes that was clean. Reigns won it. They've had a couple of, they've had like three or four other DQs, but Rollins wins pretty often in these. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think he's he's got the edge here. Money in the Bank, 2016, Rollins won that match. Rollins beat him on Raw. Like when it's clean, most often, I think it's been Rain or it's been Rollins winning. But uh, th- this is a natural like big match to add to Summers or Royal Rumble. God, I'm all out of sorts here. Uh, I thought eventually it'd be a WrestleMania match. It's just, they're going for it. What do you think of them doing this match? Well, they're going for it because what other options are there, Sean? You tell me. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was like their, their third option. Like, I think Jeff Hardy was supposed to be here. And I think Jeff Hardy was going to move into a feud with Drew McIntyre after that. But now they've kind of canceled each other out and they're not there. So that now we got this. Yeah, and I do kind of hope that they obviously um, – I, I hope that they take their – not I can't say take their time because there's only so much time left. But I do hope that they utilize every opportunity to kind of, you know, make it just feel extra special. Because, I mean, it already – like, I'm you know, I'm looking forward to it. No lie, I'm looking forward to it. But I just feel like the way that it came about so sudden, like so abrupt, is kind of what's like – you know, it was too out of nowhere. So I want – you know, I want a little bit more to just, hey – we all know this is real, you know, Seth is the only option for Roman. So here we go. You know, I kind of want a little bit more. Yeah, we've got uh, Matthew Curran's clean finish tonight between Biggie and Seth. A shame I wasn't paying attention. WWE in their booking conditioned me not to care and expect a DQ or distraction every time. Well, uh, I don't know what this says um, because there's things I like and things I don't like. I love the match. The match kicked so much ass. It was great. Big E taking a clean pin. Oh boy, that's not usually a good sign um, because WDB hasn't had him take any clean losses in a long, long time, especially one-on-one. But damn, um, 
Rollins getting a clean win is something I'm happy about because he has not been winning since that ladder match. He's been losing a lot. But also, even though he's lost all these title matches, I would be completely fine as long as they just said he earned that match. He should get that match. Uh, unpack all this, Denise. Here's my question is, do you think this hurts Biggie? Because there's so many times where we see people that were like, man, this person shouldn't be losing like, but then they lose via DQ or some like random way. Right. So it's like, I always, I find myself other times where I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't have minded had this person lost if they would have, you know, had a great match. The match would have been good and it was a clean finish. And that's what we got here. So part of me feels like I can't complain because I'm always, you know, kind of, kind of rooting for that to happen like I prefer to see somebody have a good match and lose in a clean way than have like a mediocre match and then oh it ends up in a in a DQ or some silly you know some silly finish account at or oh, the person just walks away uh I kind of prefer it this way but at the same time like for this specific case I I'm I feel like the the last you know since losing the title for Big E it just hasn't they're not He's not treated like a former champion. And that's, you know, I already mentioned I had this issue before. And it doesn't matter. Like, whoever the former champion is, like I've said, they should be treated, you know, still. I still think that they should be treated special, especially the period right after that. And it doesn't feel that way with Big E right now. However, I did really like this match. I love that freaking spear uh, from Big E to Seth Rollins onto the outside. That was just such a good spot. Really like the impactfulness of that. That was great. I thought the finish was fun. It, but I was a little bit surprised, though, that it was just so that this match even happened and that that's how the he just got the clean finish for that. Alexa Bliss is in therapy, Denise. I love this. What? Yeah, I love this. I was a big fan of this. Please explain. Why? You're, that's your job. You're supposed to talk about what would happen. And I'm supposed to be like, yeah, cool. She starts throwing shit all around the room. I mean, that's cool. She's throwing shit around the room. All right. You've never been so mad that you throw things, rip things apart, Sean? No, I just yell on the internet. Okay, see, I'm sorry, but, like, I love this. First and foremost, like, I'm tired of Alexa always getting crap for having to do that terrible gimmick that everybody hated. I feel like she did a great job with what she was given, and I didn't realize how much I missed Alexa Bliss until I saw her today, and she kind of reminded me because I just think she's so good at, like, what she's given, Sean, and I get it. I know a lot of people don't love it. I haven't been the biggest fan of it either, but I have been a fan of what she has actually brought to the screen and you know her acting skills and all of that and she 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 makes you believe what she's doing and so when she just snaps and you know goes all crazy during therapy and starts throwing stuff oh i loved it i was like yeah throw more stuff alexa this was great i love this i'm a fan of this i want to see was, more this was not for me it was this... for me okay i enjoyed uh, it what did you hate about it what was wrong with it you've never seen a person get mad and throw things that was not the implication here. What was, was the that, implication? It was that she's fucking crazy and she's throwing stuff. So that's okay. We know that. I, she's in therapy. Yeah, and no, she's I just kind of, to... I'm just ready for this whole thing 
to not exist anymore. Yeah, we're getting there. That's why she's in therapy. I she's know. trying to become a better person. I know. She needs to and let I... the rage out first by throwing things. And then next week she's going to come sure. back. And, you know, my, she might listen to her therapist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, progress, Sean. We're not just going to jump from she went. She was totally crazy and doing magical right. plow we're powers. Not. We're not. No, but we're going gonna to jump from a team eating pins and looking at the lights every week to Sean, holding she had the titles above their head every Be week. Oh, God. She was doing all of these crazy Denise, things. She was off the show for mm -hmm. three and a half months. Yes, I understand that, but we're supposed to, that's, <laughs> we're getting back her journey like they promoted, her journey. We're, we're supposed to what? Yes, we're supposed to watch her go from the old Alexa to whatever new Alexa she's coming to, or who knows, maybe she won't go back into this new Alexa, her former Alexa. Maybe she'll go back to, uh, there's so many Alexas, <laughs> I don't want to confuse people, but I, did, I didn't hate this, man. I enjoyed it. RH says I just don't hold on one second. I just don't understand how you did how you liked the Nikki Rhea thing, but you didn't but this bothered you. I'm sorry. It's like you either I don't bothered get it. Bothered me. Bothered me. It sucked. Some why did it suck? Some stupid punk says I was forced into why did it suck? I don't know. I didn't like it, Denise. See, that's the thing. When I didn't like the Rhea Nikki thing, I gave like 50,000 <laughs> reasons as to why I personally didn't Denise? like it. I don't need a reason to think something sucks. I can just look at it and go, this blows. And that's what happened. I looked that's at it and I, I thought. That's what I started saying in the Rhea Nikki thing. I said it was cringe and you were like, continue on. Go. I didn't say anything about you saying it was cringe. I was talking about you being like, Rhea was a bad friend. Even though that she was like, let's not do this here. Let's not do this here. Nikki was being an immature I just feel you're friend. being too hard on this Alexa Bliss segment. I feel you're being too hard on it. I don't think you're being fair. I didn't like it. Being, I think because you didn't like the stuff that Alexa Bliss did prior, you don't like this segment. This is the same shit. So why would I? She's not doing magical power. She's being a normal human being and throwing stuff. She wasn't like moving it with her eyes. That's a normal human being. Oh, this is so bad. I mean, whatever. I mean, again, like you're you're trying to make it sound like I'm. Being like, oh, well, this is the same as an Alka-Seltzer tablet that didn't dissolve in her mouth. No, it's not as bad as that. I just didn't like it. It's just more believable to see a person yes. throw things with their hands out of anger and sure. rage than to see somebody, you know, do freaking telekinesis, which she was doing on the show. She yeah. was making freaking Randy Orton have <laughs> black liquid coming out of his mouth. thought they both sucked. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just two different things. One is believable and one is not. If she would have been here doing the same exact stuff that she was doing before, then I would have been like, all right, this sucked. <laughs> but you, she was not doing that. You're, you're trying to get me to argue that this is like. No, I'm just trying to. I just feel like I just feel like there's this was not as bad as you're making it seem. And I want to defend it. Wait, Denise. Kinshira says she stopped a Newton's cradle by looking at it. That's magic. She did. She looked at it and it stopped, Denise. Okay. Because she was annoyed that yes. it was going. And here's the thing with that too. 
she was doing all of those magical powers before she was she just did a little bit Denise, today just, just a little bit you just contradicted yourself just a little bit you just contradicted yourself <laughs> i just want to say that i like this segment okay sue no me shit. sue <laughs> me figure that out james nepper says has wwe taken denise blink twice if you're in danger oh man i'm not in danger I am of right sound mind and body. RH says, is Alexa on an inverted Harley Quinn path? Yes, I think she is. I think she is going back to normal, so to speak. Um, Mara, so um, some super punk says, I was forced into therapy throughout my entire childhood, voluntary in spurts as an adult. Can confirm it does not make you a normal person. And Mark Losper says, generally, you need more than therapy to deal with magical powers. Even without watching, even without watching this, I can say categorically this angle is complete trash. I mean, I hope it eventually leads to not doing this anymore. But they're getting been, there, Sean, Denise, step by step, man. I've been watching Vince Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard across multiple companies book for a lot of years. I was I was alive for Papa Shango. I was alive for the Undertaker doing some silly shit. I was alive for a lot of dumb stuff. Mordecai. I, I was we alive it, Sean. for Mordecai. You were alive. We get it. I was alive for that. Although, whoo boy. Bro, you're about I ready mean, to pop out of the screen with your damn hand out, letting people know you're alive. A lot of those things made me dead inside. Mark Losper says, generally, you need more than therapy to deal with ma magical powers. I can say this category. I read that one, Luis. Now I'm mad. Okay, that's terrible. You'd be a really bad heel. I'd be. boo you. Jambeard says, a lot of the Magical Bliss segments were some of the worst things in WWE uh, in 2021. Um, and this looked like a terrible start for 2022. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I disagree. But I, I think they are on the right track. I think they're going to get rid of this. Like JDB we said, step by step. That's why she's in therapy. Damn. JW Pringle says, so Becky comes out. Uh, cut to commercial. Alexa vignette. Boy, did that suck. Not Alexa's fault. Uh, then back to Becky. Does WWE not realize how weird this is to do to the audience? I'm sure they don't care. Not only is it weird to do with the audience, Denise, it's weird to do to the wrestlers that are coming out for their entrance and waiting 20 minutes before something happens. It is so weird. I don't get it. Do you think it makes you more nervous standing out there waiting? Or do you think it calms you down? Because I feel like if I'm just standing there waiting for my cue, it would make me more nervous. It would just annoy me. No, because just... I'm sure you, you get butterflies when you go out there. Yeah, but I mean. I, mean, I just feel know... like st standing around makes you start thinking things. And then you're like, oh, shit, I forgot my lines. Maybe. You know, Maybe. I think it makes things worse versus just like going out there, doing it. You get your job done and there you hit the bricks. Juan Ortiz says, I was alive when Kevin Thorne was in ACW in 2007. Hey, go to our, our interview archives. If you search uh, Kevin Thorne Fightful, uh, I did a full on interview with him at his house. It was uh, very cool. Very awesome. He, he gets people in houses now. He's he's a real estate agent. So, yeah, if you're in that area, hit him up. Vanit says, how do you expect the Brock-Bobby match to go down? Oh, I hope it is more like the modern-day Brock versus big man matches instead of the original Brock-Goldberg match. How do you think it'll go down, Denise? 
I'm hoping for high impact moves. That's what I want. I just want to see like high impact stuff. That's what I want out of that match. Fast pace, hard hitting. Give it to me. SAS says, based on the card, does this year's Rumble have the potential of being the best of all time? I think any do, but I think we all kind of see they're setting up to Roman Brock title for title. It wouldn't shock me to see Brock win and then win the Rumble too. Like it would not surprise me. Wait, was the question for the Mania card or for the Rumble card? I'm Rumble, sorry. Rumble, Rumble, oh, sorry. Okay. KE775 says, is SmackDown going to get Pete Dunn and Ciampa considering how thin they are? Ciampa, I don't think, but Pete Dunn, I do think. Ciampa has told me on the record that if he thought that he was going to have to tour, he wouldn't have signed with WWE. I don't think he'd be interested in doing that full time. But you know what? Things change. Jambeard says, not a Raw chat, but do you think they should do a TBS ladder match in order to face the champ like they do with the TNT title? Yeah. But you need to put workers that you like. It can't be like experimental workers. I think it needs to be really good workers that you know can can uh, do good stuff. Mark Losper says Big E tumbling down an elevator shaft back to the mid card. It's abundantly clear that this is a Kofi level punishment for his unquote underwhelming run. Vince sucks. I'll wait and see on that one. I'll wait and see how long that lasts. Like he might show up at the Rumble and eliminate ten people. Michael Higgins says this is a segment that would have been a lot more entertaining with Bray Wyatt seeing a therapist as opposed to Alexa Bliss. Yep. We still got matches to talk about. AJ Styles, Austin Theory, not much to talk about because it ended in a DQ because Grayson Waller came out. Denise, listen, I've heard a lot of nice things about this guy's performer from people in NXT, but his gimmick is that he goes viral. And right now, my co-host has five times as many followers as him on Twitter. No disrespect. Uh, I don't get it, the gimmick. I don't Why do you got to put me as the example? Damn, you're trying to make it seem like, well, if you don't have more followers than Denise, then you're not. No. Couldn't think of yourself. You could have been like, I have blah, 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 more followers. I got to put me in there. Because I don't want to be a douchebag, Denise. I'd rather you look like the douchebag. Oh, thanks. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Grayson Walla comes out and attacks. And Austin Theory is like, oh, let me get my selfie. Okay. Um, and, and I know that Joe says, I think the joke is that he lacks self-awareness and thinks he's bigger than he is. Yeah. Yes, but I've seen NXT tweet like things like, this is going to go viral. And it doesn't like it. So, they hey, you know what, if that's, if that's the deal, if that's the deal, good, good. But I, I haven't, this was another situation, Denise, that I didn't quite get. They were like, hey, Grayson, we're going to have you go out there and retire Johnny Gargano from NXT 2.0. You know how many matches he had won on NXT before that, Yes, Denise? we know. We talked about this. A big fucking zero. A big fat fucking zero, Denise. And he's going to beat AJ Styles tomorrow night. Wait, and why are you saying he's going to beat AJ Styles tomorrow night? I don't think he's, so. He's going to beat AJ Styles tomorrow night. You know this? Like, firsthand? Mike JC says, shouldn't Austin Theory hate Grayson Waller for what he no, did to Gargano? No, Sean. Please don't tell me he's going to beat AJ Styles tomorrow. Is it going to be a clean finish? Listen. Listen. Uh, Mark Losper says, you're ignoring the I hate indie wrestling part of the angle. 
I, I think that Baron Corbin did that way better. Uh, Mike JC brings up a good point. Shouldn't Austin Theory hate Grayson Waller for what he did to Gargano, or does Austin Theory not watch the product? I would actually like if they referenced that. And He has a new best friend. It's Vince McMahon, man. He don't care about Johnny Gargano. He cares about Vince McMahon. That's his new bestie. I would very much like it if in kayfabe <laughs> that Austin Theory is like, I don't watch that shit. <laughs> I think that'd be, great, kind, that'd be kind of funny. I moved up. He, he and Vince are both sitting in the back like, I don't watch that garbage on Tuesdays. Bullshit. Oh, that'd be pretty savage. No, that'd be if it was Austin Theory like alone, like, all right, but I think if you include Vince on it, it'd be too savage. No, Vince is like, how's your territory doing, pal? Not too great, Vince. Not too great. Huh. Mark Losper says, Why are they going through a bunch of time to cure Alexa from whatever BS is affecting her? They have an entire developmental brand. They spent literal years can, ignoring it continuity, but wise, ugh. just bring her back sans powers and say nothing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they should acknowledge it. Like, I think it should be acknowledged in some degree. I wouldn't want them to just completely ignore it. But Denise, I don't need her stopping a thing with her mind and then heaving stuff at the wall. You just said to some degree, that's what they did today. A one-off line could do it. Her, you could have her back at, back I to I can normal. guarantee if they would have done that, you would have been oh. like, no, that's not good enough. Probably because usually what they do, Denise fucking sucks. I don't even know what we're right? arguing anymore at this point. Right? I've lost track of this like, argument. You're going to sit here and say, you're going to sit here and say to me, well, he would just complain about that. Well, probably, yeah, I would because I get the See, feeling. There's no winning. There's no winning. Well, yeah, Denise, I'll tell you a way they could have won. They could have not fucking done it at all. They could have never done any of it that they did and just get this, booked something good. If they booked something good, and now th there will be people that are like, <laughs> they try something new, they can't win. New doesn't mean good. Different isn't always good. What oh about trial God. and error, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whew. It's going to keep me up at night. Psych! No, it's not going to keep me up at night because I've got my beautiful Helix mattress. I've got... <laughs> My beautiful Helix mattress. Oh, guys, I'm buying two more of these this year. I'm moving this year. I'm going to buy a new one for my bedroom. I'm going to buy one for my guest room. I love helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Uh, during the pandemic, I wanted a new mattress. I've told you guys this story before. Didn't want to go to the mattress store and roll around on something that somebody like Denise had been sleeping on. Ugh, as if. Gross. So I went to helixsleep.com, found out about them, and I took their quiz. This was important to me because I wanted to make sure I got the right mattress for me. And you take the quiz. I was matched up with Dusk Lux model because I wanted something that was kind of uh, in between. And before this, I only was able to sleep on my back. But now that I've got helixsleep.com slash Fightful, I can sleep on my side as well. That keeps me asleep longer at night. It makes my sleep better. It's awesome. I fall asleep faster than I ever did before because I used to sleep on a crappy slab of memory foam. It just was not for me. This helixsleep.com slash Fightful Mattress is so much better. Take a two-minute quiz. They'll match you to that customized mattress. They have a 10-year warranty. 
and you can try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. They even have financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. And they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I bought the California King, and it is the best mattress I've ever had. Like I said, I'm buying another one, and I'm going to buy a queen size this year uh, for when I move. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Hit them up on Twitter, at Helix Sleep. Let them know you heard about them from us. Uh, they are one of our biggest sponsors this year. So a big thank you to them. Some stupid punk says, did Denise leave to take a massive dump? Yes, she did. Juan says, Denise just rage quit from this sponsorship. Little evil Salcedo strikes again. Michael Key says, all hail the dong lord and FTF. Also, hello, step host. Hope all is well. She's all right. Mark World's Lasper's- greatest step host. That's true. Award-winning. Mark Losper says, happily didn't watch Raw and have no interest in it. Sending this through to catch up to Chris Reigns and reinforce that Biggie got screwed. Yes, Mark Losper um, has got me to agree that if he is the top uh, donator on Humper Chats and Super Chats this month, then for a month, I will let Alex and Kate go over two hours on the Tuesday NXT show, which can't imagine why anybody would want that. Cutting Edge, Beth Phoenix is out. Edge has a very sweet video prepared. But you, you know what? You know what's interesting? What? Edge, Beth Phoenix, and I, you know, we've got our own shoes from Glaciers of Ice Kicks. Denise, look at these. Look at these. My new ones. Aren't they beautiful? Cincinnati Bengals. <sighs> that's that's yeah, what I want to talk about during this segment. Go to go to GOI Kicks on Twitter. I want to show them some loves. Look at that. Mike White doesn't have his own shoes, Denise, but I do. But I do. My boot uh, is better. I liked this segment. Uh, Beth was basically saying, like, hey, if you're trying to get laid tonight, that video will get you there. Uh, That's more power not what I her. got from that. She segment. said it. She, she said, said it, it Denise. She say? I don't remember that. My bad. She's- she said, if you're trying to gain some points for later tonight, it's working. Come on. Sorry, I wasn't that interested in this. Just straight up said, if you're trying to lay it down tonight. I was bored during this. Come on. So I like half. Yeah. She was very blatant about that. Well, uh, yeah. Edge came out there and was like, she's got thighs that can crack. A, I don't know what. She, I don't remember what he said. Let's put a pin in it. She said, ow. Oh, boy. So the Miz comes out and the Miz is talking trash. And I loved a couple things about this segment. I love that Edge shows respect to Maurice. He's like, you work really hard. You're good at everything. You put 100% in everything. And then Miz is like, yeah, Maurice, talk all this trash to Beth Phoenix. And Maurice just hit the brick. She was just like, see you later. You say you were bored during this segment. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it, what'd you say? It blows. That's my response. It, blo- it, blowed. it blows. It blows. It blows. It blows. It blows. But if I'm saying it in past tense, it blowed. It, it blew, Denise. It blew. <laughs> it blew, not it, it blewed. But that doesn't require the same thing like, oh, it blows. How would I say it's blue? You know blue. what? It's it, I wasn't interested. It, I really it blue like doesn't make, doesn't have the same meaning as it blows though. 
Yes, it does. Not in this context, no, because you're saying it sucked. Denise, That's what I'm trying to say. Denise, I'm, it's, I oh. promise you I'm right about this. Okay, I, fine, it blew. I promise. You said it blued. It okay, blued. fine, it blued. <laughs> it blued and blowed? I forgot. What is it again? Is it in blow? <laughs> it blew. Denise. Okay, the point is I didn't like it. Damien Priest and the Street Profits against Apollo Crews and the Dirty D-Wags, Denise. I don't, okay. Can I, I go back really quickly? Yeah, I didn't get sure. to say the part I did like, though. Okay. Maurice walking away was the best part of the whole yes, thing. It was. She didn't even do nothing. She just walked away, and it was the most over thing. It was great. It was great. So um, the Dirty D-Wags. With Ziggler getting a zigzag, gets a three count and wins. Um, first off, I want to say Angelo Dawkins has a very underrated uh, drop kick. It's great. I don't need. I don't know why they decided to just throw Apollo in here. Like he lost a United States title match two months ago to Damian Priest, and I feel like they were like, "Well, he doesn't have anybody else to face right now for this what else U.S. Is he title." Do? They're not having him do anything. It was, it was odd, odd. It was but harmless. I mean, his team got the win, so good. At least he was on the winning side of things. Um, Street Profits aren't tag champs or anything. But they did beat Cruz and Commander Aziz last week, so maybe that's why they decided to throw this in there. Um, I thought this was fine. It was okay. Ziegler's got to get some wins. I think the Street Profits are not near the tag titles right now, even though next week they'll probably get a tag title shot or something. Um, Damian Priest said that he's going to enter the Rumble. I hope he has a good showing in the Rumble because he has been very protected. I agree. Yeah, and this match itself was fun. They had a bunch of little fun spots that I liked. Good for Dolph on getting the win for his team. Good stuff there. I thought it was fine. I think given like the fact that like I went into this and I was like, I don't really care about this match, but I actually paid attention and it was okay. It was fun. Yeah, six people that can work, six people that have a good match. It was fine. It was harmless. Um, sure. I think the team that needed to win got the win. And as long as you don't pin Priest here, I'm all right. Main event, Dewdrop wins to become the top contender. I really like this match. There were some spots that I really, really enjoyed, like the back suplex and then Dewdrop mowing both of them down. I thought that was so good. Uh, there, there were a couple times like Liv and Bianca were like half a step off of each other, but nothing that was like, oh my God, this is bad. Just something that they quickly rectified. Becky Lynch was out there and I thought it was smart how this happened because normally I'd be like, why is Dewdrop even in this match? I, well, I will say that. Why is Dewdrop in this match? She lost a bunch. She shouldn't have been in this match. But Becky Lynch, the character, looks at Dewdrop and goes, oh, she sucks. She loses all the time. That's who I want to face. Not Liv Morgan, who's taking me to the limit. Not Bianca Belair, who I've been trying to avoid for a long time. I want this girl who, in storyline, sucks. So she makes sure that Dewdrop wins. And then afterwards, Dewdrop is like, no, Styles makes fight. I'm going to slap you in the face, knock you out of the ring. Oblivious Kari says, thank God Dewdrop's gimmick changed. That was the worst. Yes, she needed to have a more aggressive style. Um, I think it suits her a lot better. Denise, I know I covered a lot of ground there. What'd you think of this? 
I thought this main event was awesome. I thought that they made Liv show her aggressive side in such a fun way where I really like I've been one of the things one of my criticisms of Liv Morgan are not necessarily criticisms of Liv Morgan, but the storytelling surrounding Liv Morgan is that they have it is that she they needed to make her seem a little bit more credible and they have been doing that they've been making you know they've been doing the steps to kind of getting her there and i think that this was one of the not the first match but one of the matches where i really felt that this was uh where she really kind of came into her own where i could say like you know what i could see Liv morgan actually you know going to that next level and actually you know becoming champion and i know we've already seen her go up for the title and we've seen a lot of that but i needed all this stuff prior and today's match to kind of continue uh seeing that evolution of Liv Morgan so for me I really like that aspect of it and um there were certain things that I like the 450 splash from Bianca Belair out of nowhere because I don't I think the camera like the first shot that we got like the 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 live in the moment when it happened we didn't necessarily get to see like the full thing I think she just kind of like came into the shot or maybe I just didn't see it but I but then afterwards when they did the replay was when I got to see like the full thing but when she first hit it she came out of nowhere where it was like she wasn't even fully on screen and then she just hit the 450 splash oh I love that that was pretty great uh her almost getting the win in this match and then uh, Becky Lynch essentially costing her the match with that and her having her chase her around and all of that. Uh, I, I, I kind of think that I was already expecting to possibly, possibly be seeing Bianca and Becky at uh, WrestleMania, but I kind of feel that the fact that we're getting uh, Dewdrop and Becky, it kind of confirms to me that we're most likely going to be getting Bianca Becky at WrestleMania. At least that's what I got from this match, given that the fact that I feel like they're, you know, they're pushing it. They're trying to save it. So it's like, okay, she got screwed out of this here. So we're possibly going to be seeing that match at Mania. I don't know. Anthony Navarro says, do you feel do drop one because they may set up Becky or Bianca live and Becky for Mania while a SmackDown star, hopefully Naomi wins the rumble to face Charlotte. Um, I think it's possible. That's what I got from this, that they were saving it till WrestleMania. I don't know about including Liv, but I know for sure having Bianca and Becky. I think Bianca and Becky would be the WrestleMania move. Um, I think that would be the one. And Dewdrop, I mean, Becky's going to beat Dewdrop. Of course, Becky's going to beat Dewdrop. But this was an okay way to set it up because it's Becky thinking that she's pulling one over and letting the person that's not good uh, in the match. Brad Watts says... Becky beats Dewdrop at the Rumble. Possibility of Liv or Bianca winning the Rumble. Possibly triple threat at Mania. I think having Bianca win back-to-back Rumbles would not be a bad thing at all. Um, But I think there's a real possibility that it's Charlotte. With the roster so thin, Denise, Like I I do think one night will be women's unification. One night will be men's unification. Even though really they need as many title matches as they can get. I think there's a possibility we even see some NXT title matches on this show. Like they got a, they've got two nights and not a big roster. If Bianca is set to win the title from Becky, I do not want it to be in a triple threat. I want it to be in a singles match. Danielle says, but am I wrong? Or is Bianca back or back to doing the spear? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Easy Ian says, can't wait to see what a Bianca versus Liv one-on-one looks like. Liv would be able to keep showing off her new moveset with Bianca being her base. That is so important to do or so important to have in a match like that. Uh, when, when again, the styles are important. If you're facing a lighter opponent, they can't necessarily base for all the stuff that you're doing. 
Uh, but I, they've had a bunch of matches. They had a match on main event last year. They had the tribute to the troops match. Like they they had matches all the time in NXT. I don't just don't think they were televised. Nerd Guru says a rarity that I can say is that the main event was booked perfectly. Becky doesn't want Bianca. She's scared. And the fresh match of Piper and Becky Raw is better than SmackDown. Yes, I would agree with that. Raw does seem better than SmackDown, but Denise is only here with me on Raw, so she just thinks that everything is sunshine and rainbows and thinks that I shouldn't complain about anything. What's wrong with sunshines and rainbows, man? The sun (sighs) will come out tomorrow. Got a Zicky Dice interview on Tuesday ahead of Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise. Uh, again, we'll be we'll have coverage of Terminus this weekend as well, which sold out. Big weekend for Atlanta Independent Wrestling. So, uh, congrats to both of those people uh, or both of those outfits there. Zicky Dice tomorrow. Last year, it was one of our most watched interviews of the year. The one I did with uh, Zicky in January. So, we're going to make that a bit of a tradition. He talks about an awful lot of stuff. And FightfulSelect.com. A reminder, guys, you can get that magazine over there. This show was brought to you by HelixSleep.com/slash/Fightful. Denise, tell us what you got going on. All right. So first and foremost, uh, you guys can head on over to my Twitter or Instagram page at underscore Denise Salcedo. Go drop some love there. Um, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Please go drop some love there, too. I am I'm doing stuff. Yeah, go go check that out, too. And then uh, speak now pro wrestling Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays on F4W online. That is me. Guys, thank you all so much. Denise, you got to 50K. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.